Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Man, oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. I got so excited. I almost forgot the oh, yeah. I mean, that intro, that, that sounded funky. Anyway, our Super Week coverage is presented by ExpressPros.com. Let Express Pros and Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviewing unqualified candidates and applicants. Just move on up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location nearest you. That's ExpressPros.com. And Rob Parker, how is Vegas, my man? It's wet, Mr. Chris Broussard. How are you? That's what I hear. It's not raining here. Man. I mean, it's bad out west. 
It, it is wet, but we're here in Vegas. We're, we're definitely uh, missing you, but uh, we'll get through it. You know you got uh, your other uh, duties going on, but we'll uh, have fun this Super Bowl week. And uh, we'll bring you as many good guests here and uh, on the Odd Couple. So, uh, Chris, looking forward to it. Yes, wish I could be out there with you guys, but I know you'll hold it down in Vegas. And uh, one of those guests, Rob Solomon Wilcox, he usually joins us a few times he's done it uh, on the phone. Yeah, I just saw him, matter of fact. he usually joins us in Vegas, yeah. So, former NFL defensive back. Now Sirius XM NFL radio host, so we'll talk to him. And you know who else just walked by? Anthony Gargano. You know we love Really? Cuz. Well, Everybody's wow. out there, huh? We love Cuz, man. Yeah, Come on. yeah, just yeah. We saw hello. Brandon Marshall out there last weekend, That's last right. year. Remember last that? Last year, yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, look, look we're going to have a great show getting everybody ready for the Super Bowl. And uh, the iCouple crew, of course, is in full effect. Super producer Rob G is in Vegas with Rob P. Rob Parker. Uh, DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. G. Alex the Vegan, back in L.A. I can't believe LA. he made here. I can't believe he yeah. made it. It was a, it was a some delays and delays stuff, and all kinds of stuff, blockages. I'd be thinking terrible. But yeah, yeah. Uh, on the social media, is it the great one, Elijah Sabunia? Yes, and, and Sagar's here as well. Sagar, Sagar Patel. Yeah. And, of course, uh, on the update, it right, Sagar? our man yeah. Steve DeSager. All right, Rob, let's get into it. I don't know, Rob, do we have the quote? Is there sound of Mahomes, or is this a was this a I, written I have interview? the quote. It was given to NFL Network's Jeff Darlington. I had the editing staff effort to find some sound. They could not find it, but I do have the quote you are referring to, Chris Broussard. Okay, why don't you read us, it to us? This is from two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, pretty much very widely regarded as the best quarterback not everybody. No, but widely regarded as the best quarterback in the league. That means there's a few exceptions, but very few. Uh, but anyway, here's Patrick Mahomes on being a villain. That's right. Jeff Darlington asked him if he senses that he's become a villain to other fan bases, specifically in comparison to the Patriots and how they were considered villains during their run with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Patrick Mahomes, quote, I can definitely sense it. I never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life, but it's become a little bit funny. I don't want to say you enjoy it. I know the Patriots had that for a while. I hope we do it in a different way with a little bit more fun and personality. But as long as you keep winning, teams start to not like you, and I want to keep winning. So if that means some of the other teams, other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll, cho- I'll still try to have a smile on my face and not be a bad example, but I can be that villain for them if they need me to be. Mm. The biggest non-story and fake narrative I've ever heard in NFL Super Bowl history. Wow. The Kansas City Chiefs are not the bad guys or villains. Can we stop? The Patriots had a lot of reasons why you didn't like them, okay? Starting with the cheating. cheating. Okay, Chris, can we start (laughs) there? That'll do it. That'll do it. You want to cheat some fan bases? Ask the Raiders. With the tuck rule, right, Rob G? That's why you hate the Patriots. They cheated. How about Bill Belichick? That's a rosy guy that you want to hang out with or you think he's a cool guy? No. Aw shucks Tom Brady. 
He's another guy make you want to throw up in your mouth. Wow. Just really? the way, just the way he yeah, has phony. Yeah, he just phony. You want to throw up in my mouth. All right, mouth. some people, not everybody, like ah, you said, not yeah. everybody. But this notion that the Kansas City Chiefs are the bad guys. They got a coach in, in Andy Reid who lost so many big games people couldn't even count. They look at Andy Reid and they think he's a Pillsbury doughboy and they want to push their f- finger into his stomach. <laughs> they don't look at that guy as a bad guy. They want to pass him the menu at Denny's. That's what they want to do Yo, to and Andy Reid. He wants him to pass him the menu at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, they don't hate Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't won every game. They lost the Super Bowl. That the Dave that Patrick Mahomes has done nothing to anybody, Chris. He's a he's a talented quarterback. They've won a couple Super Bowls, yes. They've gone to the Super Bowl four out of five years. I understand maybe that. Jealousy, maybe a little jealousy, but hate the the, the Kansas City Chiefs, preposterous, dumb, lazy. Uh, they, they, really, that that's the narrative going on, that they're the villains? I don't buy that for one second, that the Kansas City Chiefs are some villain of the NFL. I don't. They're not the quote-unquote evil empire, right, like the Yankees have been. And now the uh, Dodgers, They are not right? as, as disliked as the uh, Patriots were. And like you said, there were – Reasons for the Patriots um, cheating, Big time et cetera. Reasons, Chris. They're Big not time. viewed like the Miami Heat were when LeBron and Wade and Bosh first teamed up. But, Rob, I do sense a growing, if not dislike, pulling against the Chiefs. I do feel like there is a growing group of fans throughout the country pulling against the Chiefs. They are not beloved. Obviously, some people love them outside of Kansas City. But they are not just beloved like, say, the Jordan Bulls were. And there is, like, there were, there were surveys showing the overwhelming majority of people were pulling for Baltimore, just outside of Baltimore and Kansas City, pulling for them to beat the Chiefs. And I think... As you said, Andy Reid, very likable. Patrick Mahomes, very likable. Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift, likable, all of that. But I think it stems from people just tiring of the winning. Like, if they win it this year, and heck, they've gotten to the Super Bowl at the very least, then if you're other AFC fan bases – you're like, man, when are we going to get to the Super Bowl? This year they were 11-6. and six. They played 500 football for the second half of the season. They, their offense wasn't close to what it used to be, and they still got to the Super Bowl? I think that's what it is. And, yeah, Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat them once. They've been to four out of the last five Super Bowls. So I agree it's not a hatred because they're unlikable in any sort of way. But I do feel like people are tiring of them winning it and and just feeling like, how in the world are we going to beat them? And it's odd, Rob, because it's very different from, as I mentioned, the Jordan Bulls. They were generally beloved. 
All over not, the country. Not, not in Detroit. That's the only place they yeah, were. Yeah, right. Because they, they, and the still Jordan day, Chris, and Bad Boys. Uh, there are Pistons people who have never worn rivalry. a pair of Jordans or won't buy them in Detroit. Do you know that? Over that. They hated Michael Jordan. No, I believe that. But they're they're in the, the overwhelming minority. And get over it, you jealous souls. Look at that. Uh, just, anyway. You, but you use the right <laughs> word. Jealous. And right. that's what – there's a difference between being jealous and hating the Kansas City Chiefs. If you want to say, Chris, there are some teams or fan bases that are jealous, I'll buy that. But I don't think that anybody hates the Chiefs. But I, I think really that – I not, agree. They're, they're, they're not dislikable. In fact, I would look at them and think, why can't they be like, you know, if they keep winning, why can't they be like the Jordan Bulls? Mahomes is exciting. He's fun. He's a good guy. He's in the commercials like Michael Jordan used to be. The coach is likable. All of these things going on. But I think, Rob, and and I give credit to Nick Wright, my partner on First Things First, for saying this. I thought this was a good point. He said it may have come too too fast. I mean, Mahomes right away, as soon as he started his second year, he was dominant, threw for 50 touchdowns, over 5,000 yards, won MVP. The next year, they win the Super Bowl. With Jordan, it was, you know, he didn't win until his seventh year, Rob. And you mentioned Detroit. They kept beating him. And so there was this feeling that he had overcome and he had fought hard and earned his stripes and, you know, uh, crawled his way to the top of the mountain and so when he got there, you could feel good about it. And I wonder if, to some people at least, it feels like, man, we never saw them struggle for the most part. I mean, they didn't win. They, like you said, they haven't won it every year. <coughs> Excuse me. But they have become dominant in very short order. And I agree. They're not hated. But I, I do think sense that, I, I, people that narrative is a are pulling against them. Pulling, a lot of people are pulling against them. Yeah, I, I think it's a jealousy factor more than anything. Again, I, I I just hate. I just don't see it. I just don't. I don't. I don't feel that. I think there are people who really hate the Patriots who really feel like, no, you yeah. know, they 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 got stuff. They're cheating. We don't even know the scope of their cheating. Like we know a little bit, but if we were to pull the curtain back, Chris, it would be really bad, and we'd be like, oh my God, it was worse than we ever thought. I think there are people who will never give the Patriots their full credit, their full due, because they don't feel like it was above board the entire way. And that, and that says something. They should be celebrated. Uh, really? If this was the Patriots? No, right. If the Patriots had done it well, the right are. way, Chris. Let's not, let's not no, but I'm I not mean, saying. there are people that dislike them, but they not that those all those cheating allegations well, not even allegations, just scandals. They they did right. they they got they got busted. That has not stopped most people from saying Brady's the GOAT or most people from saying Belichick's the GOAT. Well, I think there's still so they, there are they people still out are there very celebrated. who are looking at it and they don't they, they probably should be celebrated more to me. And I just think it's the underlying thing that eventually we'll find out. There'll be some other I'm just waiting for you know, I'm waiting for the book, the full scope. Eric Mangini gave us a taste, but there's a book out there that I want to read. Why don't you write it? Michael Holly should a write it. He's the one. Michael Holly up there in Boston. He's written several. He hadn't written that. Yeah, but those are all. Uh, you speculating? Those are all cotton candy books that he wrote. You with speculating? Of course, I'm just speculating. I don't oh, have anything. Okay. You know, I, that's why I said I can't write anything. <laughs> I'm I'm in L.A. So you're I'm, speculating I'm that there's wet. more out there? Yeah, that's all. Okay. I, I don't have anything. All right, I don't well, have let's anything. see. 
Let's see what the listeners think. 877-99 on Fox. Patrick Mahomes says, if you want a villain, I'll give you a villain. Are the Kansas City Chiefs villains? Your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Folly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds. You know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, it's the I Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Patrick Mahomes says, you want a villain? I'll be your villain. Putting it on. Wow. Are the Chiefs villains? Your thoughts. I Couple. Fox Sports Radio. It's a real. There we go. No me. I'm a All woman. right, here we go. All right, seven, seven. This is a song that's your favorite. Song? Good, yeah, good, well, good, I good, said good. one of my favorites, one. not my favorite. One of your top twenty. Ever. One of my top twenty already. Wow. I don't want to be one of those old guys. All my favorite songs are thirty years old. Marty in Kentucky, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Marty? Well, fellas, I know it's Magic City Monday, but Rob, oh. I have to ask you to behave in Vegas. Oh, no. I'm a big game. I am. I'm just, Marty, you know. last time we were together, last time we were together Uh-oh. at the Super Bowl. In fact, every time we're together at the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, Rob and myself and Rob G, we'll all go out to dinner. You know, and by the time we're done eating, I mean, you know, the show goes till right. 7 Pacific. So, we're, at, we're done around 10, you know. And we all go back to the hotel. <laughs> we get in our... Ele- in the elevator, we go up to our rooms. Rob acts like he's going to his room. And then he'll, while we go into our rooms, he'll like Dirty come man, back man. to the elevator, <laughs> get Double in, back. and go, go who knows where. <laughs> but all of his expenses, he'll have thousands of dollars in expenses and wow. Ubers at midnight that none of us have. So I don't know what Rob is up to. Marty, Give I'm me a the money shot. I'll be all right. I detect no lies there. I detect no lies. Oh. Um, what do you got, I, Marty? I, I, live in a, I live in an area of the country that no one really – there's no there's no home team, and everybody kind of picks their own team. Uh, there's just not a team very close. So um, there's a lot of varying opinions. And going into last – well, week before last uh, AFC Conference Championship game, you know, of course I was cheering for Kansas City because they were playing a Steelers rival, the right. Steelers rival. Right. So – all week long, people are like, who, "Who you got?" I'm all oh, Kansas City, Kansas City. They go, "I'm not betting against Mahomes. I'm cheering for Kansas City." And people are like, "Why? Why are you cheering for Kansas City?" And I'm like, well, "Why?" And, they, and I kept hearing it. I hate Kansas City. I'm like, "Why?" I'm tired of them winning. So they are slowly becoming villains, even though they've done nothing to deserve right. it. And I'll ask you a question. I know the Patriots gave you reasons, but if the Patriots had cheated and never won, nobody would even talk about it. You got to win to be hated. No, there's – I agree with everything you said, Mark. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And, um, I, well, Rob, why do Thanks, you Marty. think they wouldn't be viewed like the Bulls? You got a transcendent quarterback star like you had – Jordan was a transcendent star. You know? The Bulls never lost. I think it was Jordan. His, no, but, but I'm just you know, saying, just when, so when you beloved. never lose, there's something about, like, they never saw you lose 
I mean, you know what saw I mean? him the, lose before they got there. On the bigger yeah. stage, though. I, I just think that there's something about Jordan and and the winning aspect. Yeah, I, I agree. think he, he's just, yeah, everybody loved him. That's yeah, there's just something about it. Charles in Washington, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Charles? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Doing good. good. Man. How, How are you? Are you? Great, man. Great, man. Got to be on with y'all, man. You guys, just, you guys have an awesome show. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank, for real. Thank you. to have you on. Um, if Mahomes gets there, um, I hate for, I mean, for different reasons, but to me, it's it's open to everything. You know, they've been winning so much. You know, he looks the way he looks. Um, me personally, I'm. Wait, I'm wait, you mean, wait, wait. You said he looks the way he looks? What does yeah, that man, mean? I, they, they get some of the same hate uh, Steph Curry gets with the Warriors, man. You know, team, like I said, I'm team light skin because I'm somewhere between like Robert Oregon and you, Chris. <laughs> Honestly, like, as far as the shade is, like, in the summertime, I'm more like Jim Jackson, Robert Orr. In the wintertime, when I get no sunshine, I'm, I'm more like, yeah, I'm more like Steph. Like, I go from caramel to corn syrup. That's it. <laughs> well, well, Rob, where are you at on that? You you, you hate, you you think that's a factor because he's light-skinned? No, I don't. I just don't. He could oh, yeah, be dark. I went to a small degree, a small niche. But overall, uh, Rob, you're right about Jordan, man, because Jordan, what, what I was telling folks about Jordan, especially compared to Jokic, dog, the winning is the winning. But he was so smooth with it, man. Like the way he moved, like that. He had a combination of athleticism plus some kind of. It was hard not and, to and, like and Jordan's he, and game. And he the had, boys, and he had so much. He had, he had so much swagger. He made yeah, having a ball yeah, head man, look like, good. Like Chris, there yeah. were so many things about him for real. Yeah. And Michael Jordan was a dark skinned guy. You know what I mean? He yeah. wasn't like some fly guy. Well, you know what everybody says. <laughs> he, he made dark. He, he made dark skinned brothers put dark skinned yeah, brothers yeah, in style. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I mean, he he had, I think, he had I think personally, I guess it's arguable. I think he had the best looking game in the NBA history. Yeah. The, the better, I mean, I guess some people might try to argue, I don't know, Kyrie or. But Jordan's game was just Dr. J. Obviously, is up there. Buttery smooth. But nah, Jordan. You got the mid range game, yeah. you couldn't you yeah. could stop him. Yeah, oh, like, thanks, yeah. thanks, Charles. We appreciate and the, the support. shoes and the yeah, shoes and the shoes and and, yeah. and to this day, still twenty five years. They, later, I think they're they're. I don't think there's a, a doubt, Rob. They're more popular now than they're more popular. The retro, they were in the retro Jordans. Oh yep. yeah, big time. Mark in Sacramento. I'm man, Mark. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up? What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, gentlemen? It's the What's shoes, up, money? It's the shoes. <laughs> it's the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big part of it because of the culture the shoes created. Not to say Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan. That's, we all know that. But you have to add the cultural part of the shoes, kind of like Alan Iverson and his cultural part of his dress. He changed him and how he dressed. Well, like yep. It. The cornrows. You know, you know what's crazy though is when the tattoo thing. When I remember, yeah. when I when I remember tattoos, it would be on like biker white guys. You yeah, know, who plumbers. are bikers, right? Plumbers, guys yeah. in the in the navy or something like that's who wore tattoos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, black guys it's strange tattoos. that that became such a thing. With is us, it still right? as big? I mean, obviously people are getting tattoos. Yeah, is yeah. It, I guess. But it go is. ahead, Mark. Let, let, uh, your thought on the, are they hated or just are they just jealousy? I think there's a lot of jealousy uh, because it's hard to to hate a guy who sounds like Kermit the Frog. He can't be, <laughs> can't be mean. He does. And it's jealousy. That's what I think it is. They got to have some assholes to be to be you know be like to be you know villains. They're right. good guys. Nah, they 100%. are one hundred percent. 
Thanks, Mark. 100%, Chris. They, they are. I, you might not want to see yeah, them win all the time, jeal- but right. it's got to be jealousy. Like, I get and it. You want your team. You want right. your team to win. You want somebody else to win. Yep, no doubt. All right. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob Solomon Wilcox. He's right over there. Yeah. Ex-NFL player is around the corner. He'll join us in a moment. All right, our next guest played in the NFL with the Cincinnati Bengals and a couple of other teams. And now he has made his mark as a broadcaster currently with Sirius XM. A damn good NFL one. radio friend of the show, Solomon Wilcott. Solomon, what up, brother? Chris, how you doing? Good to be on with you. Can you hear me? We, okay. we go. Yeah, now. We, we got, got you now. We got the button. Yes. We're all good. Chris, good to be on with you and Rob. Of course, you guys have always been so gracious to have me on with you and sharing your platform. So uh, good to see you guys. Yes, absolutely, brother. Great to have you on. And um, we were just talking, Rob and I, about there seems to be a growing sentiment of people just pulling against the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was asked about it. He said, look, he'll be the villain if he has to. Do you feel – I mean, Rob and I kind of concluded it's jealousy. I think it's jealousy, jealousy. more yeah, than I mean, it is teams, hate. They're you not, hate Patrick they're not unlikable uh, yeah. like maybe the Patriots and some other yeah. teams have been. But where, where are you at on the Chiefs, and, and do you think a lot of times – a lot of people now are starting to pull against them maybe because there's a feeling they're winning too much? Yeah, this is kind of the trend, right? Uh, there, I think professional jealousy does begin to creep in after you've won and won and continued to win. And he's done so at an early clip, like right. early in his career, right? 28 years old, but yet has accomplished so much. And uh, But he's so wonderful. Like he has all the right answers in the postgame press conferences. He says all the right things. He does all the right things. He knows how to win at clutch time. He gets to do things other quarterbacks. Don't get to do throw late over the middle of the field. Still has mm-hmm. things work out for him, right? He can do a right. show uh, like the quarterbacks that Peyton Manning did last year. He can do that in the middle of the season, not have it distracting, and still go on to win a Super Bowl. So, I, I think after a while, people do get tired of seeing the same group of people win. And they want someone else that's new. And so, yeah, I think they've reached that point of success in their careers, the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, where you're starting to – the the tide is kind of going against them a little bit. I'm still for them because I love when – I love excellence. I love to see when people do the right things. I love to see them rewarded. How about if they lose? If they lose and they're two and two, mm-hmm. and say everything that happened during the regular season, they were five and five their last ten. Say it catches up yeah. and 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 they were able to win those two playoff games. But you you look at them and go, three. these were some of the is- three playoff games. These are yep. some of the issues that they had all year. How would you look at at what they've done in their run if it's a loss instead of a win? Come, I would I would Sunday? still say it's a dynasty. Uh, How's it it a dynasty? Because they've had a high level of success over an extended period of time. You're talking still a six-year window. A dynasty Uh, is about winning. There's two championships in there. There's two championships in there. Not two in a row, though, Solomon. Hold on. Let me give you my definition. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To me, a dynasty. Yeah. You got to win three out of four. uh, Two Like, you got to win at least Mm -hmm. two in a row. And you got to, to me, mine is three in a row or three out of four. So you could you could have well, a skip. nobody's won three in a row. Yeah, you're okay? not winning. No, no, three no. In but wait a minute. Well, we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But the Cowboys won three out of four, and that's right. the last. That's not that, they're a dynasty to yeah, me. Yeah. The, the the Patriots. When Patriots I look at teams, mm-hmm. you know, winning. Uh, 
we talk about the Spurs all the time. Oh, the Spurs won five championships over 20 years. That's not yeah. a dynasty. Yeah. You know, Spurs, it's a Spurs good organization. Were a dynasty, no, they weren't. Do you think five championships <laughs> in 20 years Duncan is a dynasty? A no, no, no. Dynasty. That's no, not I a dynasty. No, they, they had their run, they and that was dynastic. It was hard, but it ain't a dynasty. Yeah, no, I think there was. I, I, well, I, look, they were they were the dominant team. Right? No, they or, were. They went years without winning. They never even no. won back to back. They, that's they the, never won see, back to that, back. That's your. I think that's your criteria. I don't think it has to be. Look it up in the uh, dictionary. Uh, I'm right. <laughs> I know. No, I'm just saying. They. I think even if even if the Chiefs don't win back to back, I think they have done it. You look at the the number of wins they have. Um, two champs. Say they would have two championships in five. Years and they would have these multiple runs dominating the AFC, but yet still getting there and winning when they got there. It's not like they went over like the Buffalo Bills, right? Maybe they didn't win your back to back, but all, I think they check all the other boxes. All right, I do also, think, Chris, I agree with Rob on that. I think they got to win to be this dynasty. Now, if they don't win, I, I also I, think the Mahomes dynasty, if you will, it's still going. That's if right. they went lose this year, no, no, no. I'm not saying year. it's over, but yeah. it ain't a dynasty but if they lose. <laughs> let, so, Solomon, what are your thoughts on this matchup? I, I for one, I, I, I don't know who I'm picking yet, but I think the Chief, I'm surprised that the Niners were favored. The way they've looked I'm in the not. playoffs compared to the way yeah. the Chiefs have looked in the playoffs, I think the Chiefs should be favored. But how do you how do you assess this game? And what's your feeling on what could happen? I'm okay with the 49ers being favored. And here is why. Fourth team in NFL history have a 4,000-yard passer and then four guys who've had over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. That's a potent offense now. And it's not like they don't have a great offensive line. They do. They can bludgeon you. So they can run it. They can throw it. And they can put up a lot of big-time plays. And I think they have a lot of matchup advantages. So you said, okay, the offense can go through Christian McCaffrey, and we know they're going to be productive. Oh, no, this week the offense is going to go through Debo Samuel, and they can be productive. Oh, no, this week it's going to be uh, Brandon Ayuk. They could have Kyle Juszczyk. Maybe he won't be the primary, but he could be a secondary guy that can win his matchup. So they have multiple different ways where they can really provide an explosive offense that could give the Chiefs problems. So I could see them scoring a lot of points in this game. And obviously you got Patrick Mahomes. This guy's the Grim Reaper. He can score points and score in a hurry. So – I see it being a high-scoring game. I have Kansas City winning it, but that's only because I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to what I know about Patrick Mahomes. See, my, my thing is when you look at the 49ers, they should have lost it first two playoff games. There's something about teams that, you know what I mean, yeah. that can come back and win even Good when point. they're not playing great. I mean, they should have lost to the Packers, and definitely without Dan Campbell, the Lions beat them. I mean, I, they, the Lions should have beat that? them. You know what, before that, pay, before that Packers game, I think under Kyle Shanahan, his teams were oh at thirty. Thirty. Yep. For, we're losing by seven points yep. going, going into, into the fourth, the fourth quarter. quarter, and then they have a comfort behind win in both of these postseason. It games. doesn't make any sense, right? right? It's kind of weird. All right, Chris. Yeah. We also have Dr. Chad Hansen here with us as well, and he's the uh, Raiders team physician. And uh, Doc, you and Solomon are both here on behalf of Macy. And uh, tell us about that. So Macy is a procedure where we can repair cartilage injuries in knees and hopefully help people avoid future problems, including knee replacement. So you take and you harness the patient's own cells to grow new, healthy 
cartilage. So you have to do the okay. So you you do this before you even know that they need it. Is what I'm trying to say. When do you start to take from them? So you'll see the cartilage defect on MRI, okay. and then you'd go in do an arthroscopy or a scope, as commonly called, and there you can measure the lesion. You can take and harvest the cartilage from that patient. You send the cartilage off. You grow it in a lab. Wow! And then you come back and you and you seal that man cover hole. That's and amazing. That, and that something. And you're using your own cells. That's what I'm saying. That's rejection. what I was so shocked about, yeah, right? It's, it's what they call an autologous science. And so using your own cells, don't have to worry about a match. It's been widely successful. And um, it's it's really, um, you probably heard of other different procedures where they prick the bone and uh, they have to do other different things. And that's not long lasting. This is proven uh, to last over time. And again, using your own cells uh, for healing, I don't know that there's a better way and oh, that's and great that is it's unbelievable what can be done nowadays and mm-hmm. how quickly people come back from injuries or whatever even though we never thought Aaron Rodgers was coming back despite all that we were yeah, like yeah. ain't no way yeah, they, you know that like yeah, you ain't was, getting back out uh, there you uh, can walk around and throw the ball all you want not from that right? injury not from that torn Achilles tendon now you're gonna have to go through the process the body is saying there are no shortcuts <laughs> to to being able to heal yourself and look just go to the website at macy.com m-a-c-i Com. Find a doctor in your area to find out more about the Macy procedure. Uh, very innovative and a new and, and really important way to treat people who are dealing with cartilage damage. All right. That is our man Solomon Wilcox, former NFL defensive back. Check him out on Sirius XM NFL Radio. He has a show on that. Solomon, great stuff, man, as always. Thank you, brother. Chris, Rock, thank you, too. Rob, you guys keep up the great work. Thanks, thank Rob. you very much. And, right. and Chris might need that surgery. You know, he's on his knees, knees a lot, bowing to too me. Many, too many, too much dunking back in the day, Solomon. Too much dunking over yeah, right. like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more Odd Couple coming your way. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in the United States experienced mental illness last year. Yet far too many people with mental health needs fail to receive the treatment and support necessary to elevate their quality of life. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. Born out of one of the largest healthcare organizations in the country, Carillon Behavioral Health believes that behavioral health is a key part of whole health. With 40 plus years of experience and 115,000 in-network providers, they understand the power of meaningful connection and compassionate care, treating physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health is there to not only help individuals in need, but caregivers, parents, and communities, so everyone comes out stronger on the other side. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. We're the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. Our next guest, you hear it, he's got theme music, Hall of Fame defensive back. Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, our man, Rod Woodson. Rod, what's Rod. up? Rod. Man, what's up, my brothers from another mother? Hey, now, are Rod, you in Vegas? are you going to be in Vegas? Are you here yet? I, well, I live here. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. You, <laughs> you live here. <laughs> I, I didn't know Vegas, man. I, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. avoiding Radio Row, huh? It's a, it's a deluge I'm, here, my God, with all at, this water. I'm going to be at Radio Row only on Wednesday. Okay. Get all your interviews. When they pay them. You know what I mean? When they pay the big dollars. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, 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 so Rod, let me, let me say this get, real quick, ahead, Chris. Okay. Real quick. So we just got a report from the big media uh, scrum, Chris, at the stadium where they got all the players yep. and everything. And the biggest line, Rod and Chris, is not around Patrick Mahomes. Guess who it's around? Brock Purdy? No. Kelsey. Over Taylor Swift. Oh, it's about man, that's so where everybody that. is. Patrick Mahomes is sitting there twiddling his thumbs. What has the league turned into, Rod? Man, well, we know the league's soft already, right? That's, that's, <laughs> we know we we do know that. And that's because of the rules and all that. This stuff. is crazy. But the, the what's crazy is just watching how they fell in love, and now maybe 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 these two are going to be. Married and 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 have five kids and be together for the next fifty years. Maybe that's going to happen. I have no idea. But but <laughs> the league is smart in one sense. They know that if they give love to Taylor Swift, she's going to have her Swifties, and they're going to follow yep. her. They're going to watch the game because they might see her. Yeah. So there's more eyes oh, on the yeah. game. So that's, I mean, is it smart? Yeah. Are we all tired of it? Absolutely. I'm tired no, of it. I don't, I'm not even against her. I'm just tired. I want to watch football. I don't want to see her. The cut-ins, my God. How many times are you going to show her during the game? I know. I, that's, but that's there is an I, element I'm, that loves that, you know, yeah, that wouldn't I mean, be watching the game otherwise. 
Absolutely. There you go. That's right. That's right. They, they brought in another another group of uh, audience, captive audience that they got for every time that the Chiefs are playing and Teddy Swift is at yep. the game. Yeah, until Rod. Kelsey breaks up with her and then they won't be watching, okay? <laughs> I'm just Rod, speaking of Kelsey, he said, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but he said recently George Kittle's the best tight end in football. I really praised him. And then one of the former Chiefs players who played under Andy Reid, he tweeted out that Andy Reid would get more upset with players if they said something negative about an opponent that would could be used as bulletin board material than if they messed up in the game. So my question to you is, is bulletin board material real? Like, do you think that really has any impact? And did you ever use it or, or fear saying something I mean, or somebody else on your team saying something that might give the opponent bulletin board material? No, I really didn't care what my players were saying. Um, I mean, I used it one time when I was getting ready for the Super Bowl in 95. Mike Warren was talking crazy, saying that he can't come back from ACL. I might use that, but I really didn't use it to get better because I was already working out. But when I made a play, I let him know what he was talking about. Like, nah, <laughs> Did you really? Nah, fool. Yeah, no. Nah. That's when I pointed at my knee in the Super Bowl when I broke up the route. Right. I was like, no, nah, it's like a, the knee is fine. And if you <laughs> threw it down, I was going to pick it. <laughs> so, I mean, I did that. So I get where, you know, guys can get that material and it gives them t- some type of motivation. But at the end of the day, that is the Super Bowl. You better be motivated to play right. in the Super Bowl. I don't right. care what they say nice about you, what they say against you. You need to be able to go out there and play your best football. You know, and, and it's, you know, I, I, if you think about, the 49ers, the 49ers, man, they have played lights out football. And you got to hope that the defense plays the way they did at the beginning of the year comparable to the way they finished. Because they finished up. They didn't finish as strong as they did when they started right. the year. If they can do that and they can stay in the game, they can't get behind by 14 and put all their pressure on Brock Purdy. If they can stay real close in that game, keep that game close, or get the lead, I think the advantage goes to the 49ers. I think they can get pressure like the Ravens did in the second half. I think they can get that pressure with their guys without bringing blitzes like the Ravens had to do in the second half. They can do that, and they can still play their zone coverages and some of their man. So I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be fun to watch. How much of an advantage – Kansas City's obviously been here you know, recently – and they know how it is with the pregame is longer than usual, the halftime is longer than usual. You know what I mean? All this stuff right. that goes with the Super Bowl because it's a unique game. How much of an advantage is that for a team that's been there a few times versus one that hasn't? And do you think that can have any impact on the result? No, I don't think there's a real advantage to it. I mean, it's at the end of the day, the halftime is a little longer, but the game is the same length. The fields are the same size. Right? I mean, the only difference is that there's a bunch of eyeballs and a bunch of cameras that's going to be flashing when the opening kickoff starts. But at the end of the day, well, listen, when I went to the Ravens in 2000, we went to the Super Bowl, there's only two of us, myself and Shannon Sharp, I believe, that ever went to the Super Bowl. But we went there and we, I mean, we waxed right. the, the, the Giants. So does it really matter? No, I don't think it matters. I think, I think the 49ers have enough leaders that they can go out there without that experience, so-called, in the Super Bowl, 
because they know how to play in they know how to play football. They know how to play in the National Football League. Yeah, the halftime is going to be bigger or longer, excuse me. But I don't think that's going to really matter. I don't think it's going to have an effect on the game. How, how about um, the 49ers? The thing that I'm most impressed by, Rod, is that they should have lost both of their playoff games. And somehow they were able to come back and win those games. Um, and I think that that counts for something. I really do. It when does. A team, don't you? Don't you? They have something because the Packers should have beat them. And really, the Lions were ready to snap their necks, and they let them get off the mat, and they came back and won that game, going away. Yeah, I mean, it's for me. You know, I mean, obviously the Lions kicked the field goal. They, they, those two field goals, they win the football game. But what I, what that being said, I think you have to give that grit, that determination. That perseverance of the of the 49ers and how they overcome not playing their best football, right? And still, and still won. And then I'm pretty sure they're talking about that. Hey, we, no, we did not play our best. We have not played our best football yet in the postseason. And but once we get to the Super Bowl, you put one good game together, you're bringing that Lombardi Trophy back home, and you're getting the Super Bowl ring. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the message sitting here in that locker room for the 49ers. Rod, this I know this is simplistic. But if I'm the Niners, I'm like, Kelsey is not beating us. And I've said that, you know, the people, and they're like, yeah, everybody says that they're going to stop Kelsey, and nobody does it in the playoffs. How you were obviously a great defensive player, is it? how do you stop him, or at least slow him down where he's not dominating the game like he did against Baltimore, and make Rasheed Rice and – MVS and all these other guys beat you rather than having Kelsey do it. Okay, if Bill Belichick was coaching, what would Bill Belichick do to Kelsey? I think he'd take he, him out of the game he, somehow. Yeah, he, but he's going to press him, right? He's going to press him, and he's going to hit him with the outside backer, defensive end. Anytime Kelsey's around the core, he's going to take that defensive end, moving two, three feet, two or three yards outside a little bit wider. He's going to hit Kelsey first and then go to the quarterback. And he's like, but we ain't giving you a free release today. And right. then that's, that was my, that's the mindset you have to have where, you know, you look at the Baltimore Ravens in the first half, they, didn't, they never touched him. Which and is he ridiculous. Was, he had a free release. And, you know, that's one of the things that when you have a player who's having a day like that or you know how good he can be, you've got you to do something. You've got to take something away from their game plan. And I, I would believe that, the 49ers are going to do something where they're not going to let this guy just have a free release. They're going to make it tough on him. If they make it tough on him, then hopefully the pressure can get to the quarterback, get back to Patrick Mahomes, and make him throw the ball you know, sooner or hold on to it too long and get a sack. I'm going to say, I know we're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan right coming up later. Right, we're going to do that. But let me ask you about uh, the 49ers are complaining about the practice field that they have to practice on. I guess the league uh, put grass on top of turf. So that's they're saying, Ooh. like, yeah, like, right, like, that, don't even like right. that don't even sound right, Rob. Like, that could mess what? you up, too. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Where are they practicing? Where are they practicing? They're at UNLV. UNLV, but they put, they put grass on top of the turf. Yeah, ooh, I, I never heard of that one now. Yeah, that, that that's ridiculous. There, that <laughs> I would side, think, I would think, I would think it's going to be it's going to be a lot softer, and you're going to have movement. That's it. That they're complaining like crazy, like they don't like the setup. 
uh, of what they have. But I, I guess there's a lot of things that I will figure in there. And the last thing I want to ask you about is just a quick on Shanahan. Uh, you know, everybody says he's this offensive genius. He's done terrible in big games. And uh, at some point, Rod, don't you have to win? You, you got to have, you know, you, you look at his, you know, his teams when they're trailing in the fourth quarter. It's not a good record, right? We no. And then they've won two after, after, they, right, right, after right. they were 0-30, right? Right. So everybody knows that. And he, I, he knows it. He's a good coach, though. I mean, let, let's get it straight. He is a really good coach, man. He is he, he's one of the better offensive coaches in the National Football League. Still got to win, though, Rod. Don't yeah, you? you? Come do. on. You do. Nobody no, ever says do. that Marv Levy's the greatest coach ever. He went to four straight Super Bowls. Why don't they no, say no. it? No, you still have to win. Now, I'm not saying that Kyle Shanahan is one of the, is the, the best coach ever. I'm just saying he's a really good football coach. And what, what I, I know he knows he has to win. For this football team and this team, if you watch them play, when they're in the thick of things, especially late in the games, they normally pull them out. But when they get behind and you got to put all that pressure on Brock Purdy to kind of be somebody he's not, and I'm not saying he's not a really good quarterback because I think he is. He has to find the open receivers. you got to throw the ball to the open receivers. All that matters. I just think you can't put that much pressure where – they don't run the football, and they're behind. They've got to get to a passing game, and it's all a drop back. And you put all that pressure on Brock Purdy. You, you can't do that. When they're running the football with the best running back in the National Football League and then doing the play-action passes, that's when this offense is the best, and that's when this football team is the best. All right. Speaking of the best, that's our man Rod Woodson, the Hall of Famer. Thank you, brother. We appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, brother. And turn right. the water off here in Vegas, okay? <laughs> all right all right more i couple coming your way keep it locked fox sports radio hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was so cool i think you're so talented social media is only positive with zigazoo the world's largest and safest social media network for kids in Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.